0: Well, this morning, I'd like to focus on our first reading from the book of Exodus. If we notice, and we recall this uh, account in uh, in our reading here, in this, this event of the Exodus, Moses has left the people of Israel, the children of Israel, out of Egypt, and they are um, being led by a pillar of cloud in the day, a pillar of fire in the night, And this pillar, the angel of the Lord, is in this pillar of cloud, this pillar of fire. And so here's God's presence, as it were, protecting them, leading them, and then leads them right up to the sea. And you might wonder, well, why did God lead them right up to the sea? And then the Pharaoh and and his army had a change of heart and they decided, well, we're sorry that we let these these folks go and we're going to go pursue after them and get them. And so you got the classic situation of between the devil and the deep blue sea. And, uh, the pillar of, of fire comes around to the back of the children of Israel and protects them. It stands in between the Israelites and the, and Pharaoh and his army. And in our lives, sometimes it feels like God has led us to, uh, a sea and we can't cross it and we got the devil behind us and what, what's going on. But nonetheless, He's protecting us. And he doesn't allow us to be tempted beyond what we can what we can handle. And the key and the secret of all of this uh, when we find ourselves in this situation is to do what Moses did, and that is to pray. And uh, just as God was going to work a miracle to save the children of Israel, but he required something from Moses, uh, so also he is going to work a miracle to save us when we find ourselves in a bind but he requires something from us. And, uh, can you imagine if God said to Moses, okay Moses, I'm gonna save you guys, I'm gonna work this great miracle, and all I want you to do is stretch out your hand over the sea. And Moses said, you know, I don't know if I really feel like doing that, I'm kinda tired today, you know, stretching out the hand over the sea, it's just something I don't really wanna, I don't feel like to do today. <laughs> you know, it'd be kinda pathetic, you know, you, the, the, there's kind of a disproportion uh, between the little bit that Moses had to do versus what God was actually going to affect. And so also for us, the little bit that we do is to pray. And the effect is disproportionate. It's very, very great. And uh, the other thing we notice is that the when Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, wind began to blow. And that can be seen as a symbol of the Holy Spirit. That can be a symbol of God's grace. And God's grace... Um, I think sometimes I think there's some cartoon, uh, and maybe in the Cecil B. DeVille, uh, maybe in you know the famous movie, The Ten Commandments, I, I can't re- recall the scene exactly, but sometimes it's portrayed as suddenly the, the sea parts very dramatically. But that's not, the biblical record actually has the sea going down, 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 little by 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 little, by little over the course of the entire night. It's not a big dramatic parting. And uh, and that's God's grace. God's grace is like the seed that you know our Lord. Um, he compares the kingdom of heaven to a seed, a mustard seed that's tiny. You can't see it; it's imperceptible, and it's buried in the ground. Its end result is breathtaking. It's this large tree that's able to provide shelter for all the birds of the of the air, and that's what we see here as well. Moses is stretching forth his hand he 's doing the little bit that God has asked him to do god 's grace is active, but it 's almost imperceptible until finally it 's very evident that a miracle has taken place because the waters are now like a wall to their right hand and to their left, and then that 's clearly wow, you know that 's a miracle that God is part of the Red Sea, but it was not instantaneous. And God's grace works like that, and He requires our prayer, and so we need to be faithful to prayer. And prayer will normally, in God's providence, precede the, His great acts of salvation and deliverance in our lives. And also, let me throw out one more challenge here to us all: is uh, notice what what time it is when Moses is praying. It's night. It's dark. And there is a very firm principle in our spiritual tradition that says our prayer is uh, most effective before the rising of the sun. And now, I don't know if anybody is aware of that. Many people I say that to, they're not fully aware of that. But it's extremely, deeply embedded in our tradition and in the Bible. Uh, And in the Psalms, before the rising of the sun, you will hear my prayer, O Lord, I lift up my voice before the rising of the sun. That our prayer is especially effective before the rising of the sun. So the challenge for us all is to actually get out of bed in the morning before the sun gets up and to pray. And start letting our petitions be known to God and be faithful. And just like Moses stretched forth his hands, you know, to part the sea, and just like he stretched forth his hands and they, the, the ancient Israelites were successful in their battle against the Amalekites, there, we too can stretch forth our hands to, in prayer to God. And I encourage us all to do that in our own, the privacy of our own prayer closet, to lift up our hands to God and to do so before the sun rises and to do it faithfully, even in the midst of the night, even when we feel like we're in, the, in between the, the devil and the deep blue sea. And uh, by God's grace, that, which is sometimes very imperceptible and hard to see, by God's grace, a miracle will be uh, worked.